0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: Hello, and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I hope you're well. I hope you're all washing your hands. Uh, I hope you've got your anti back uh, stuff although uh, we were just talking about that actually it's it's not bacterial it's viral this cor coronavirus thing so you should be washing your hands anyway i don't know why this is all news to everyone anyway wash your hands you dirty bastards anyway this week i'm joined by a global pop superstar mr John Newman uh, we were invited out to John Newman's house and it, it was wonderful. We got there, we had a wander around, he showed us around the place, and he's renovating the place himself. So there was a lot of uh, it was lot like bricks and mortar, nails and hammers, and all man, manner of uh, things going on. Um, and uh, we decided uh, we would do the episode, out in uh, one of his cars. He's got some cars on his on his wonderful driveway. Um, he's, got a, he's got a Rolls Royce and he's got a Ferrari. Now the Ferrari, we we're gonna do it in the Ferrari, but uh, producer Paul couldn't fit in the back. So we opted for the Rolls Royce. And I have to say, I've never been anywhere them before. It was quite the thing, absolute beast. And I'm not saying that John was being flashed at all in any way, shape or form. He just has these things, you know, he's a, he's a young lad. He's got three UK number one singles under his belt. He's only 29. He's living the dream. Um and so he wasn't flashy, He was like, "Yeah, I got these. You know, that's how it is." And it was, and it was good to see. So we had a bit of a chat in his car. Very nice too. And it was, it was a, a very informal chat. But as these things always do, and the reason why we do these things, it got, it got very deep in some, in some. You know, uh, John was very open about things that have happened to him in his past, the, um, his, uh, his, uh, his, his relationship with his father, who left him at a young age, sadly, and his, uh, and his, and his, his battles with, uh, uh, brain tumours of all things um, and he he talked about those it was a very open discussion it was wonderful in fact he he really got into it he also was telling us about his beliefs um, which I found inspiring I mean like I say he's 29 years old but having spoken to him I I felt like afterwards I felt I could take on the world I really did feel uh, bulletproof and make sure you listen to the end of this one because there's a little added bit at the end where we went for a spin in John's rolls around, around the area. And uh, and John is not afraid to take the piss out of himself. We had such a laugh driving around. Uh, it was great. And so please do listen to the end for that. Uh, so without further ado, here's John Newman. This Sports Direct cut is- fucking hilarious. (laughs) I love it, it's broken as
2: well, I've just seen that. It's broken, it's cracking me up. Maybe that needs to be my new thing. But these little things are me. I quite like that you've caught me being me. Mm. I've got a bit of paint on my arm, probably like a bit of a sausage bean and cheese on my jeans. (laughs) I've got a Sports Direct cup and I did see a Cadbury's rapper as well down by me. Real. And we're signing a rolls royce right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's me. I love it. It's
1: quite a juxtaposition yeah. between the worlds. Yeah. Is that a Gregs cheese and bean thing?
2: Yeah, it would be a Greg's, yeah. I'm a bit of a Greg's fiend. But <laughs> well, right, you're from it's Sheffield, aren't t- you? No, I'm from the yeah. like North Yorkshire. Yeah. There's a beautiful railway called the Settle Carlisle Railway. Yeah. And I'm from Settle. Yeah. Which right, is this yeah, little yeah, yeah tiny little town in the middle of the North Yorkshire Dales. Nice. I've got a lot of love for that area. It's, Glad you it's do. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I love it as well. Do you know what? I've grown to love it. It's funny and it's very recently I've grown to love it. And I think I run to escape when I was a kid. Like mm. run as far as I possibly of could course, and yeah. ended up in London and I've probably gone over the Calais into Calais if I could, but um not much chance of that anymore, but <laughs> but like, it was like that thing of, um I think I just wanted to run to escape, but recently I've been having some family issues up there and been spending a bit more time there and realised what a beautiful place it is Yeah, for its scenery and for its feeling. But it has got quite a depressive feel as well, but I've kind of grown to like it.
1: Yeah. You know. It's a real, it, they seem, people from up that way seem more real. Like, they'll, they'll, they're not, when I've gigged up there, they don't, they're not, they're not backward in coming forward and telling how they really, like, if you're yeah. shit, yeah.
2: they'll
1: fucking tell you you're shit. Yeah. Whereas down here, they'll be like, oh, it's not really for me, we keep going, you know, But they're like, get it on block worse, like, down fucking, here. Yeah. That's what they do down here. That's yeah. it, yeah, they blog about yeah, it. Yeah. And there's a Greggs every 10 feet. Up there? there.
2: <laughs> yeah. There was, I was in Leeds the other night, right? I went out for a beer. And I forgot, I was on way home, right? there's security on McDonald's and it's queuing halfway up High Street but next door is Greg's yeah. and it's the same and then there's <laughs> McDonald's lovers and Greg's lovers and they're probably going look at these bloody burger munching like, get a plastic down here and they're all, they're all like merging and falling out but the best thing that I loved about it and I stopped and looked at it is when, you know if that was in London there wouldn't be any queues, it'd just be an absolute <laughs> warfare. Yeah, it would, yeah, 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 Whereas up north, the queue. And yeah. that, I remember when I moved down here, I did this little crappy interview for like a little magazine somewhere, and I was young and naive, and, they, and I thought I was well-cool, and they said, so what's the difference between London and the north? And I said, well, well the queue for buses up there don't they but it's true man and everyone queues for the bus yeah. up there yeah yeah it was down there so it's just a pylon yeah it's an absolute yeah. yeah everyone's rushing it's like when you're getting on a plane that cracks me up sorry I'm talking i no, just, no, no, go, go, go. just drunk I've just drunk a three pint mug of sports <laughs> direct coffee <laughs>
1: when you were when you were setting it up I'm like that's a lot of coffee it that's is gonna that? yeah I,
2: I, I don't normally drink that much coffee to be honest i one bit of a club nice. No, it's, it's alright get me kicks from what I can't have anymore Um Planes. Yes, airports. What is it? Why do people, when they're going to get on a plane, I travel a lot, I go on a lot of planes, and it pisses me off when people fight to get on the same plane, yeah. <laughs> are they like, yeah. oh, if, they, if that, you know. The are they fir- standing queue? Oh, the first 50%, we're going to take off without the other 50%. <laughs> Why do they yeah. do? <laughs> You've already got your seat allocated. Yeah. You know where you're going. It's so annoying, isn't it? <laughs> I get it when you're getting off the flight, different flight transfers, people want to get home go and sit in a Spider-Man outfit and eating chicken nuggets with their mum or whatever they want to do, but, like, when you're getting on that flight, why is everyone falling over? I don't get it, but anyway.
1: This is a nifty motor, mate. I mean, oh, thank you very much. You've come so far. Well, you? Yeah. you say that.
2: <laughs> I, I, I just did a gig, and then they said you can have that, and I, I'm not going to be like, no, because on social media I look like I'm well up myself. I was like... <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna fully embrace it. Fucking right. A Rolls Royce. (laughs) Yeah. Was it a Wraith? Wraith. Yeah. Black Badge (laughs) Wraith. Do you know what the funny thing is, though? I might get it taken off me for this, but it'd be okay. I was talking to. Uh, I run a chauffeur company, weirdly, mm. um, but I uh, I like designed it as this like, bespoke chauffeur company yeah. in Range Rovers, but I got one of the Rolls Royce uh, guys, the guy that invented the white glove chauffeuring scheme, so I asked him to come and see me to train our drivers, mm. and I told him about my experience, so with me being a kid, right, I used to get really stunned and sit at the back of the class growing up. Um, and just draw cars. When I was yeah. I, I was studying mechanics, and I'd just sit at the back and draw cars right.
1: instead of like your own versions. Or, yeah, because I'd
2: yeah. already learnt how to build an engine in my shed, so I didn't know how to do that. Like I got Self-taught. a self tool. Yeah, I got a welder at eight years old, so I was cracking on pretty early. And uh, so I used to sit and draw cars. So when I got given this car, I you know, and I do rally driving. I, I drove back from the factory, and I thought. You know the ergonomics of some of these things could be a bit better, mm. and you know it could be a bit more beefy and a bit rockier and go round corners a bit better. So I called a meeting with the directors <laughs> of all rights. <laughs> what? So there's moments in my life, and I'm glad we're going to talk about this, where I could safely look back and go, I was absolutely mental at that
1: point <laughs> for doing that. So I'm
2: sat there in front of these directors, and trust me, the first ten minutes to tell them. I think there's some things you could do better with your car, Fuck and they're me. going. Who's this guy fucking <laughs> singing love songs, coming and telling us what to do with our car? But anyway, and, um, they listen. listen. Yeah, they, they were very beautiful, lovely guys, and they were they were absolutely courteous. I mean, I sent them a message after. I said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend anyone. I just felt creatively inspired by your. I don't nice. know how how you work with your customers was quite amazing. They like, you know, they do the whole bespoke thing. They do work with the customers quite a lot. So I, I think I saw an open door, probably an opportunity to sit on the board and just do you know two hours a month and get minted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I drew a car for him and everything. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I drew like a sick sports car. I was like, oh, we could bring back a bit of history. And yeah,
1: stuff, man. But I used to do it when I was because I've loved cars since I've I've always loved cars since I can remember. I remember watching programs like Ski and Hutch and it was all about the car because mm. I mean I've heard since that that the, the Ford Torino that they had in this thing with the white stripe down it was an absolute cunt of a thing right but cause it had no power steering and shit like that but right the aesthetics of it and the, I just so I've always loved cars so I used to draw I used to draw not make up my own but I'd draw cars that I loved yeah. like the old Bugattis and shit like yeah. that and, and I've driven cars like this and you're right sometimes you go oh, that's in the wrong place Oh. That could be that could be a bit more of this and that. I drove an Alfa Romeo, which I know is nothing like what we're sitting in now, but it felt good. Like the gears, the gears oh, the it RMEs, felt yeah. really Fiat solid. Ferrari, not it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it, so I totally get it, man. But to have yeah. the balls to then ring them up on me, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was so sort
1: of rocking. And then the thing is,
2: the the, the the worst thing was the first guy said somebody hadn't informed him why I was going there, so he said. Uh, We've heard you've got some technical things with the car. I have, thought you were talking can about that. Going to talk now. you through it, and he said, uh, "Before that, do you want us to wash the car for you?" Because they just <laughs> giving me the car. I oh, <laughs> "Shit, I'm going to come off the <laughs> back of this and say, I've, I've, i want to design, I want to design a car for you.'"
1: <laughs> what but did anyway, he say when you went? I mean, the
2: guy said to me, um, "Again, the guys were so lovely." The guy said to me, "Do you want to design for Rolls-Royce?" And I went. Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, yeah. and then they, they, they do, you know, they kind of moved on. <laughs> oh. But anyway, I was say no. I'm just uh, enjoying my limited time in it now. <laughs> Every day, I think I'm gonna get it out. <laughs> they're just being nice now, but they're thinking, get that car off him. <laughs> but anyway, this, do you know what? I see? It's an amazing company to be involved in and to see, and I think it's it's been an it's been an absolute
1: experience and a boyhood dream. So. Of course, it is. And yeah. you're. That, because reading up on obviously when I when we have guests on like you look into them and look at their life story and see where you've come from and the shit you've had to deal with and then to sort of to be sat in something like this is not flash at all it's a, it's a sign of a fucking achievement when you go against like you know the shit with your dad and then you had you know illness yourself yeah like that story I read about that the story with the you had the brain tumor came back yeah. And they actually remove it through your nose. It's <laughs> like <total legal. laughs> so, so mad, it? I
2: think
1: it's like I think it's quite funny in his
2: like how if anyone speaks to me like till this point you'd be like oh he's fine he's lived his best life like yeah. probably been given everything he wanted but yeah I think me being like and blah, 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 you know mm-hmm. and all this is because I, I literally don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, because you've gone to the edge. I just, I yeah, I've just been to the edge, and and yeah. and I know that time and time again, your life is tested. And I think if you let the disease of negativity in on you, then your every day is ruined. Mm. And I can't, I can't accept it. Yeah, I think now I sit here and and I am so proud to be sat in a car like this. I am so proud to to achieve these things because, and and to see if anyone was like, oh, John Newman's not relevant anymore. Or, da 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 da. I'm like yeah, yeah, get fucked, I'm not interested. Mm. Because it's like, I think I've I've been through so much and I I do generally love my everyday, but yeah, I mean, like the whole tumour thing was a mad thing in it. And to be honest, it was part of the chain of life and and this thing that it was like, I learned at such a young age that shit happens. Yeah, Like growing up in quite a small depressed town, you know, one of my mates jumped off a cliff The other two drive straight into a tree, even though they're extreme downhill motorbikers, they plough a car into a tree, you know, and and you get to the point of going, you know, and and hopefully, you know, their parents don't listen to me talking to it in that sort of way, Mm. because I sound disrespectful. You're not. That's. I'm not, I'm just... so used to it and, and get to the point where i'm like it happens you know your dad leaves this happens families aren't perfect you know nothing's perfect nothing mm. can be perfect so you've got to just see it as everything it's a journey almost and It's amazing that you've something but yeah i think when it got to the tumor time that was like the first time was like oh my god this is
1: mental mm. like i don't know what this is what exists but and did you were there signs beforehand like obviously there were things happening and you were like that's not right yeah, but you kind of go. Oh, maybe I'm tired, or maybe, mm. you know what I mean. To be honest, it's so. The reason
2: I, I we were meant to do this interview the other day, and the reason I pushed it back was because I was like, I'm I'm free, I'm available, but my head is not in a good place for it. Yeah, and I think it's right. because I recently found out that my incredible little cousin, who I like to think of as absolute force field and guardian angel, and he's mm. my best mate. I found out that he's just been diagnosed with a cancerous brain tumour.
1: Oh fuck, I'm sorry.
2: And I feel like I want to smash myself in the head if it was anything genetic because I don't care if it's me. Like I don't care. Like Send the worst, I'm ready for it. But when it's a vulnerable little kid, it really hurts him and it affects him. But I think it's been quite amazing to see how naive he's been about the whole thing and quite strong. And I think that's Mm. what it was like the first time. But now for me, the hardest thing to deal with around the whole idea of it, and the reason this is relatable is because I've seen it with him, about social media being Mm. around general vibe. And I think he has freaked out about being videoed or being, you know, because he's embarrassed, he doesn't want to be seen like that. And I'm I'm the same. Yeah. And there's been so much speculation, so many press bits have been forced into corners by PRs and things like this to, about this subject, and to be honest, that's the bit there. I'm like, no, this affects me because, because it's run away. So I think I always like to deal with it now and clarify it. Is that at the age of 21, I, I was told I had a brain tumour. I, I got it from the signs of headaches, fainting, the lot. I got it in my, pituitary gland, which is the one that runs your balls, mm. and uh, whether if whatever you fancy. So. <laughs> there's, there's another story to that bit actually. But, uh, <laughs> he it didn't sh- happen. I just saw about it. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> and then, the, and then the second one was the bit where it just all. I was in an interview, right? And I'd, I'd done an interview with this girl before. Funnily enough, I hadn't done one with her since. But I was sat and I, I got really comfortable, mm. and I said, "You know, the thing is about the brain tumour thing. It's something I've learnt to live with. I'm living with it now." She was like, "What do you say?" And then it all came out. I had my second brain tumour and and the place went mad yeah and then all these mad stories yeah. came out and then next minute I'm dealing with it I'm in an operation all this and I'm going no like that's uh, to this day now I'm sat here I still have a brain tumour I've learnt to live with it I call it Bob or whatever I want to but it's but uh, well, it just it,
1: sits there and it's
2: yeah it just sits there and it's Slowly becoming my mate for some reason. <laughs> but
1: no, no, it's not. Stop like talking to him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. At least somebody to do with it. Um, yeah. Tell it what you want. Um, but no, it's, it's a thing that I need to deal with soon. I can feel the symptoms of right. on a daily basis neck bottles of CBD oil under the belief it might go but but it's, it's been quite funny I've been experimenting with it I like to see it as a science experiment mm. which is stupid Because, but the reason is I'd love to be able to give people advice because I'm so involved in the brain tumour community okay. obviously it's just happened again to a very close family member mm. I've been there through the whole thing because I was like I can answer these questions I can ask the questions you miss I can steer him and, and, and be with him through what I know and stuff like that Mm. and it's been quite amazing you know since having it I started jumping in really cold water all the time and saunas and naked CBD and it's all been part of an experiment to see how to keep it down and changing my food and things and I think it's an opportunity for me to I feel like I'm on a bit of a runaway, but, like, an opportunity for me to take a positive out of it. It sounds like you're trying to grab hold of it and go, all right, if we're fucking doing this, we're fucking doing this. Yeah, and how can I help people? Yeah. Like, I want to help (laughs) people and and say, right, what does work? What's all this shit they're talking about that's going in the news? This could help you, this could help you. Why don't I use myself as an experiment and see what that is and how that makes me feel and and hopefully use my position, um, the slight bit of success that I have to to educate people or to help people in any sort of way I can and I think at the age of 29 now and going through all this sort of stuff it's just become more and more apparent I'd love to use my position to do that mm. more more than get three bottles of champagne on red carpets or whatever it is I'm not really interested in to be honest no. that's what I've learned from this I've learned to how to keep the door shut or how to let in feelings and then chuck them back out and things like that and it's made me it's made me a far more stronger human being that enjoys this every day and I think... Incredible. But yeah. So it's, a mad, a, it's a mad concept though as well.
1: Not, not <laughs> yeah. I mean what a life. Yeah. Like yeah. you've got that, on the one hand you've got, you know, like we've seen like you've got a huge success with your music mm. and then you've got, and you, you, you've you had to deal with this going on in your head and, and not only with the, the tumour but you've got the pressures of the fame that comes with your success as well. Mm. When, one minute you're the toast of the town and the next minute... like I was, We were talking about this in the car coming in. Noel Gallagher once said, he goes, at one point, if you if you do all right, you, it might come to a point where you're the centre of the industry you're the center, and everyone's blowing smoke at all. everyone's mm. kissing your ass. I and mean, then one day, that might move. That'll go on to someone else. Mm. And the, the, the thing you don't want to do, he, was going, he goes, don't chase it, because that's when you fall down, that's when you hurt yourself. And it's dealing with that. I've done that. The up and downs. I've it must be hard not that. to. Yeah, I've definitely done that. And I think... It was Brit's
2: night the other night, I got an invite to the party and I th- I nearly had a fucking breakdown in front of my team. I said They were like, right, yeah. you've got your invite, you know, make sure you've got something to wear, da-da-da-da-da. And I said... And I got in a weird mood, I walked out of the room, we were doing a photo shoot and I walked back in, I said, I'm going to be honest with you, I've got fucking raging anxiety mm-hmm. about the thought of seeing people that previously would have tried getting in my bed or tried being my best mate that won't talk to me now because they're having their own career yeah, well, um, blowing smoke up their ass or whatever it is and I think that's the worst bit for me about that whole depression and anxiety around my job which I really did suffer from from yeah. a couple of years is the I judge myself too hard sometimes and I've learned how to deal with that and it's made me a lot better as a person but I think that's the hardest thing that all I want to do is I, I love success I love it but I love it because it proves everyone that dissed me or thought I was shite growing up or told me I was right, it proves them all wrong that a fat lad from the middle of Yorkshire that some people disagree with sometimes or don't get along with because he's a little bit mental or whatever. (laughs) Um, I think I just, I love the idea of proving them people wrong every day. And hopefully these kids in school realise that you're not mental, you're not weird. No. You're just creative or you just know what you want to do and that's what i went through so that's why it affects me when i see negativity being thrown at me but it also makes me stronger but it's for some reason it's around celebrities when they when i feel like they ignore me or whatever yeah it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a harsh reminder which i don't really give a shit about because as long as i get to do music that's the, that's Stuff, yeah, me, right? but then some, but
1: you still want to be accepted as
2: well. I want to be successful, yeah. it's weird. I want to stand on the big stage, which I've done, but I want to stand on a bigger stage. That's my issue. Mm. I drive to succeed to new levels all the time and when you've hit a really high level, you go, all right, what are we doing now? Yeah. And then you look at Ed Sheeran and go, why is he
1: fucking doing that? <laughs> can't I do that? You
2: know, so when somebody
1: says, no, no, you can't do that, you're like, why? Yeah. I want to, I want to succeed. But it's that drive, isn't it, that's got you where you are, it's got you through all that shit. Yeah. And it's a, it's a blessing that you've got that. In terms of how this came around, it was the thing that I was at
2: absolute top of the charts, you know. Mm. Uh, and, and nailing it, living this whole fast-paced life, and it really suited to me. I'm a person that gets up at 5am and I work till 11pm, and I love my every day. Oh, I love it. And everyone goes, oh, you need, to be, you need to look after yourself, you need to be careful, you'll end up having a stroke, whatever, I'm like, why? Like, why would I? Mm. I'm, I'm lov- loving my life. Yeah. Not sat here, like I'm stressed, yeah, but that's for the shit bits that I've got to deal with, but I think it's, it's that thing of that drive, I'll never lose that, I, and I don't want to lose that, and that's what, I think where it came from is that I was at the peak, and then, you know, I sat waiting for the phone to ring. Mm. And I'm sat looking at social media. Oh, that's the, the devil. Worst, man. The absolute yeah. devil. That comes up all the time on this. And the worst thing is that it's not I don't mind if people are saying my name, right? There's this speculation I'm about to do Eurovision. But, right. there's, but there's 50% of well, there's 80% of people saying that'd be brilliant. But then you get the twenty percent saying, Who the fuck's that guy? Who's that, or whatever? But I don't care. I like it. Yeah. that's nice they're talking about me it's nice they're finding out who i am they are yeah. listening to my music i'm probably persuading them with every little melody <laughs> i do but it's it's when it's not when there's no social media when there's no when people nah, aren't talking about yeah and i think that's the worst isn't it when when you're like oh god people have forgot mm. about me and i think that's what sent me into a hole and do you know what if we're going to sit here and, like be totally honest like i grew up so strong we were talking about like me building like getting a welder at eight i yeah, used to build go-karts yeah, yeah. in the back shed and stuff <laughs> and smack like put an engine on a wheelbarrow and put some bike steering on it and fly down a hill and stuff and i used to i used to do everything I, like it got me mum to take a picture for me i put it on my Bebo and designed the whole thing i was so involved in my whole upbringing of my career Everything, I'd organised the bands and everything when I went to London. I really? did, I, I did the, everything that... So you were behind every detail. Every you little like you, knew detail. How you wanted it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, my first record was a continuation of what that was coming. And when you get... When you get unsteady, or whatever, uh, for some reason everyone jumped in on vulnerability. Mm. And I think that's what affected me. I went, wait a minute, why are you jumping in? What, What's going on here? Why, are you concerned? You know, it's yeah. like when the nurses come in. Yeah, right. Yeah, your machine goes off and the nurses come in. And you go, oh, shit. Yeah. What's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, if yeah. they didn't come in, you'd be like, I'd oh, be alright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, that's that's a bit like that's what not me. And then now I've got to deal with 50 people, and, and, and for some reason they go, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this, and I'm dealing with that more than being creative. Oh, of course, yeah. Just, I mean? Yeah, and that yeah. fact, that's the thing that.
1: With really the case, led so,
2: me to the depression was that I was like, oh man, like why is everyone seeing me as a vulnerable character? Yeah. We've always, we we've spoke about me being so strong and everything I've been through and always so strong, grew up without a dad, didn't need him, didn't need this, didn't need that. You know, I'm me, yeah. I'm strong. And then everyone else around me goes, hey, no mate, you you're falling off your perch. And then you go, yeah. that's getting inside my head and then let it get inside my head.
1: And I think that, that, you just, you that just, yeah. Yeah, I we think need that. everyone just to do you know what? Because this, I think, yeah, because people try and justify their position as well. So they've got their job, and their job is to like work around you or work with whatever you're doing. And so they, and they, and then they're worried that they're gonna. If they don't put their bit in, people go, "Oh, we don't need you anymore because you're not you're not helping." Or, do you know what I mean? And so people are trying to justify their position. And then that gets, then it all piles on on top of you like Tetris, and you're yeah. and you're batting it down, going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I will get, yeah, 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 all right, yeah, yeah." And in the end, you go, "Can you all just fuck off and let me do yeah. my music? If yeah. you let me do my music, we'll we'll make some fucking money." You'll get a nice fucking yeah.
2: conservatory I'm back here else. <laughs> I'll live up the life. Yeah, yeah, take
1: a step fucking back yeah. and let me paint the picture.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's totally it. And it was like, but now I've I've come to a good understanding in my what that is. I understand the concept. And my team around me understand the concept of what I need to be me and to enjoy my job. Yeah, and I think that really helps. And I think communication. But I just buzz off it when somebody turns around <laughs> and goes, "You've got it, mate. You know what you're doing. You know, yeah. I love that. I go right. Watch. Yeah, you can put confidence in me.
1: You know, I've only just met you." And looking into your life when I when we and then when we turned up here like we've never met before, but straight away I could sense you just like yes yeah, I just do this and I'm doing that and now I'm going to do this and do that. So <laughs> real, there's a real positive energy coming off you, even though like you've said, you've been in the depths of despair and you've had like the demons fucking dragging you down, which is which is you know which is happens to lots of people. But yeah. you still have that in you to just go fucking not having this man fuck you, yeah. and that. That's, I feel inspired. Having just met you, oh, I'm mate. like fucking hell, man. I could go, I'm gonna go, home, I'm gonna sculpt something. I Yeah, like, yeah I'm man. Do, do it, do whatever. That is a Put b- a massive steel <laughs> up in your house. <laughs> 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 I'm
2: gonna go knock on
1: the walls out. It's not even my flat. Yeah, yeah knock on yeah, the walls Yeah, get it
2: done. <laughs> Why not? I do that, you know. I'm just going through it. that at the moment, yeah. <laughs> the last flat I lived in, they they won't give me deposit back. I <laughs> said, so what the fuck's wrong with you? It looks well better.
1: <laughs> it's just better. What's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, it's well better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That guy's got a roof.
1: It don't yeah. know, don't need a roof.
2: But the unfortunate thing is, when somebody turns around and goes, It's not there,
1: I'm like, well, Of course it is. <laughs> but anyway, and that's your attitude to everything. That, like, I'm not right. wrong. Is that a stubborn thing or is that just you just. It's something, right? I,
2: I actually want to look into it a bit more. Why I do that. I, I, we spoke about my body being an experiment, and I think. Yeah. I love, I love the idea of why humans are the way that we are, because we, you know, we've absolutely fucked it. Like I was sat outside of B and Q the other day, right? I'd been in to buy a bit of wood. Funny story is, I cut my foot on the trolley, right? I ended up in <laughs> hospital and I had sepsis, they reckoned. What? Yeah, off this trolley in BQ, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and we're driving over there in this um, enterprise van that I'd rented, right? And my missus is crying because they're saying, oh, you need to get to the hospital in four hours. Yeah, so she's saying, fuck you. yeah, she's saying, oh, you're going to die. And I'm going, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> and she says, what's wrong with you? She was like, "I don't want you to leave me," and I went, "I'm not fucking leaving you." What are you <laughs> talking about, BQ? I said, "No, I said you think after everything I've been through, I'm going to get a cut off a trolley and let that be me." I was like, "We're all right, we're fine." But so <laughs> I sat your quid, outside... You get the quid back out of the trolley. No, well. I forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> giving to giving to the people, man. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go get your fairy washing up with yeah. three buckets and a piece of wood to make a shelf, and you cupboard on me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no.
2: So I'm sat outside of B&Q, right, and I said to her, I said to my sisters, I said we fucked we? And She was like, what do you mean? And I was just looking at buildings, I was looking at all these cars driving around, yeah. and then I imagined everyone naked as animals, and went, yeah, that's right. We should have been that. We should yeah. just be animals in the trees. So I find it really interesting to study humans and how we've got here and why we do things and how. I think the brains. I learnt so much about my brain over the years, and I think it's such an incredible thing to learn about so that's why I want to get better at things and I think I see my flaws I think that's a positive thing to see your own flaws when I never used to do that I never saw my flaws before and it might have created a weakness in me it could be the lead to the depression that I got it could be so many things for me to realize my flaws but to be honest I was on full steam ahead and ignoring anything negative I don't think that's right no anymore I think I said it before let let the negativity in the room let it be in the party and let it leave when it wants to you know yeah, and i yeah, think yeah. that is a way to continue the party forever positively yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and every so often you'll have a little negative visitor and i think I that's all right and so the thing about me being stubborn is something that i have noticed yeah. that i might be a bit suffocating to people and i think as you grow up it's it's a part of this dealing with the idea of people being involved in my career now because I've shown a bit of vulnerability. Mm. And it's not fair to judge these people and be horrible to these people. So I need to find a way to deal with me, understanding I'm stubborn. I'm an absolute control freak. If you were sat in this car and you were sat in this driver's seat and we weren't even moving anywhere, I'd be twitching just in case you decided to turn it around. Oh, yeah. i was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that's, you know, I'm, I've always been the driver I yeah. think I've always been the driver. I've never been the co-driver. And I think it's about learning to to be the co-driver a bit more for me. And I I'd love to learn to do that. But there's this amazing theory, right? My friends will write songs with them a lot. <laughs> Actually, I can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about songwriting. It's right, about right, songwriting. Right, right, right. And in a songwriting yeah. room, right, there's a... I wonder if there's a better way I can explain it. Um, <laughs> There's a dart board, <laughs> and there's a dart, which I wouldn't refer to as a penis, right? <laughs> and, and yeah, this is good. This is going to work, right? So there's a there's a darts player with a dart in his arm, right? Okay. Yeah, and he's got yeah. it, he's got it the bullseye, right? And wow. then there's a person that that fluffs him. Makes
1: What's him happy. It? By, uh, Keeps him in a good place. Keeps him in a, you know, Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know.
2: So the aim is to fluff up the dart player. Let's call the dart player the dick. <laughs> no, right. So you got to fluff the dick up. Yeah, you got to fluff that dick, right? <laughs> so there's a fluffer, a, a, the dart player and the dart board. Now, whatever you want, you know, the dick, the fluffer and whatever you want, the dart board to be called, you know. Yeah. There's, there's different things that people <laughs> like to, to throw darts at. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, right, when you walk into a music studio, so this taught me a lot about my own psychology, right? So you go into a studio, right? Say there's four of you. Right. Oh no, we got an issue here, right? So you got to turn around and go, right, who's the dartboard? You don't talk about it. You just oh, you look around okay. and go, who's the dartboard? Right, it's the producer. Right, He wants to capture capture the best thing, got do you him. know what I mean? He wants to make it land on it and make it look good. And uh, then you've got the, the dart player and his dart, the, okay. yeah. and that's the- so they're the centre of attention, right? right? But you need somebody to turn around and make them better, to bring make them together. really good, yeah. get into to the good place, get into it that bullseye, fill them full of confidence. So sometimes you work in a room and you go, oh, "Shit, I'm, you know, I'm a good dart player." <laughs> Someone else turns and goes, oh, "I'm a good dart player as well." And it's at that point you gotta go, "Right, yeah. right then, well let's let's let's, let's see, yeah. let's see, let's both throw a dart." Yeah. And then they'll throw theirs first every time, and you go, "Do you know what? They're really keen. They're really keen on throwing that dart. Why don't I make them happy and try and break them a little bit?" And I'll do the fluffing. <laughs> and I think it's quite an amazing thing. And throughout my life now, I, I go into certain social situations through creative things and I go, right who's the dick in this room? <laughs> and if they all turn around and go, you are John, you are John, I go, go on then, I'll be a dick. <laughs> and I'll do it with, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> go on then, sure fluff, me up, fluff me up, fluff me up. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I'll walk in a room and go, no, that person, you know, that's that makes them, I like making people happy and I love it. If there's a proper moody fucker or a proper stubborn, stubborn person or whatever or the, the depressed or whatever, I love making them happy. Yeah, yeah. If I meet somebody that don't like me, I want to know why. And yeah. I'll, I'll get in their head and I'll Wish make them did. like me and go, <laughs> he's, do you know what? This guy he's not he's no threat to anybody. He'll fluff yeah. me, he'll be a dick, he'll be a dart boy, he'll be whatever you want to be. But when he goes home, he'll he'll be happy he'll be a dick by himself. Yeah. (laughs) Flapping himself. Confidently. He can go home and he can fluff it and he can can hit that bullseye. He can do the lot. And whether that's building my house or it's loving my wife or if it's whatever makes me happy, I do it.
0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.
2: I don't have to be that centre of attention. I don't need it, I don't want to be the thing that walk in a room and everyone gets a bit weird about and goes, mm. oh my God, here he is. I just gotta take on people's opinions and take them home and go, what do I want? Mm. And why have they said that? Why do they mean that? And sometimes that does make you go a bit
1: mental. Of course it does,
2: yeah. And you're, and you're still a relatively young man. It's, it's so funny, the, the, the whole the mental thing of, of, of your upbringing. I think when my dad left, I went, right, fine, I'm I'm gonna be in control here. I'll I'll do this, you know. I just kept on cracking on and I kept, we'll go back to that theory. I just Mm. kept being the dick and fluffing myself and doing the whole lot and everything. And I was so discombobulated without knowing. And I think when I got a lot older and I got knocked off my perch, it's funny, I've been to meet my dad. Really? Yeah, because I was like, for some reason, I came out of this whole big, weird, dreamlike state of forward thinking, yeah. use the law of attraction, get what you want, think about it, get it, get it, ignore that, bam, get out of my way, get on my way. You know, as soon as negativity comes, don't use that word, don't need that word. Mm. And I think I'm still like that now. No is the worst word I've ever heard. You can't bounce off it, you can't do all, you can't have a conversation. It needs to yeah, be ripped out of the dictionary. yeah. But when, when my mental health was, was vulnerable. Mm. I went and dealt with it, and I came out the other side and went, "Whoa, God, families are weird people, humans, and nothing's actually what you think it is, and where it leads to." And I just thought, "I need to meet my dad, and and, and I, I want to want it to meet my dad to make me a better person, mm. and I hope that's okay with him. I hope he understands that and goes, do you know what? I owe a lifetime to my son, so you know what? Yeah, I hope you can be a better person because you've met me and." I want to meet him again, I want, to, I want to speak to him and I think it's an interesting thing, I want to be a better father when the time comes, I want to be a better human being, I want to know my flaws, I want to see it all. And I think, yeah, it's an interesting thing but it's making me
1: well, it's yeah. making me better. By the day yeah you're, instead of like you say pushing those things to one side you're at, again like you did when you had the tumour you kind of you're going all right and if we're going to do this we'll do it my way mm. and you're scooping it up and going right okay how can i how can i do this without how can i do it my way how can i make it that's really strong it's hard like i got when i got the call off the bar of my cousin the other day you know mm.
2: my, so it's my cousin's son almost right. and he was like, i'm really sorry to hear that no no it's all right and hard. he was like no, he got to be strong, that's what I'm saying, but yeah. he was like, oh, sh- you know, shit, what we're going to do, what we're going to do, what gonna do? And, and through it, you know. People would look at him um, and be sad. When mm. I was going, what are you doing? Yeah. How's this helping? Like, what, you think he's going to bounce up out of bed and go, you're making me feel strong, let's do it. Of course. You know, yeah, and I, yeah. I think yeah. it's so important to do that, like, and I think that's my mindset now. I had a cluster, a cluster fuck the other day where I got a fair bit of bad news all in at once and I said, right, okay, let's structure this. Who can I help? Who can I make it better? How does this affect me? How does it make my day? And I think it's all a bit more calculated now. And I think you do it in a way of you go, right, that's negative, that bit. That bit's feeling, negative. let's get rid of that mm. so I can deal with this bit properly. Ask the questions. Make sure you're not just... Somebody's not putting negativity and sympathy yeah. on you. Somebody's not making you, you, trying to make you feel something because you're a strong character. Mm. You know, they're not just trying to break you down. And I think it's amazing because once you get that outlook on life, you go, right, we can deal with this. Yeah. We can make a change, and we can we we can support each other and be strong, not stand and make each other cry by being sad and negative and looking at the worst point of view. Mm. I think so many people do that now. I learned so much from this book called The Secret. It's a bit yeah. of a mad book. It's a bit delusional, but I read it and it was, I remember sitting in my mum's little council house garden, sunny day, right, and I'd read this book that she gave me. So I imagined this little white lighter with a blue cross on it, a bit like the Finnish flag, mm. right? And uh, so it was about a year later, I kept imagining it. I said, believe in it, believe in it, believe in it year later I went to this club, my mate was DJing and then I said somebody, have you got a lighter and then the lighter turned up and they went, you can have that one, I've got another and I went, of course oh. I fucking can, look, <laughs> of course I can, here we go. <laughs> so ever since, so then I, I started picturing this apartment and I moved to Leeds, you wouldn't believe it, I walk in, it's there. What? I, yeah, I was like, oh my God, right, I, I need to know what this is, like what is this? Like, the, the, I don't want to explain this to people and they go, oh, yeah, you know, weirdo John or whatever, right? <laughs> so I was like, right, there's got to be a science behind this. And I was like, I know what it is. It's positivity. Yeah. And I think that the fact that we've got, this is why we're sat here in this Rolls-Royce and this mm. Ferrari and it's there and me house and I've got my beautiful, amazing wife and I've got all these great things, right? Because this is where my drive and my everything comes from is that You asked about my Ferrari before, and I said the reason I've got it is because I want to make things true, make them real. My Mm. visions, my dreams. uh, It's like you said as a child, every boy's dream. Yeah, I dreamt of it outside my mum's little shitty council house, and I thought, right, then I got to do that. All, All my theory is flawed, and I think it is that if you set your mind to something so 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 strong. And you focus on it when you're going to sleep. What's it smell like? What's it look like? How does it feel? How does it affect you as a person? What does it do? What are all these amazing things that this positive thing does to your life? How does it, you know, does it bring you joy? Like, and then you focus on them things all the time. Yeah, you might live a little bit delusional because you're always searching for something a little bit better, but you've got to say, you've got to embrace all the things coming in around you, but focus on something amazing. And I think it's all there. We've got so much around us in our lives, like a whole massive world full of random shit yeah. in every format. You, you will find whatever. You think of anything now, right, somebody's doing it somewhere yeah. in the world, like shagging a pumpkin.
1: <laughs> somebody's doing it. You know what, that. you're right. You're somebody's right. shagging a pumpkin <laughs> somewhere right now. Just think
2: about that. Right, so if you wanted to see that and you envisioned it, I'm sure one day you'd walk in, right? You'd walk in, and there'd be a, there'd be a man. No, no, it's on telly, right? So, so you're flicking through, right? I mean, shagging a pumpkin. You're gonna remember, dress as a witch. Yeah, yeah, right. So, right. Okay, so let's do this, right? So you flick it through channels, right? How many TV channels we got now? Fucking hundreds. So hundreds, hundreds yeah. right? So you flick through them all, right? And you flick it through one night, right? There's there's a guy that's been picturing somebody shagging a pumpkin in his head, and there's another one <laughs> that hasn't, right? And it goes through, bam, 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 bam. The guy that didn't imagine it missed it, totally gone, didn't see it. The guy that wants to see somebody shagging a pumpkin... Wait a minute, he was shagging a pumpkin. <laughs> do you see what I mean? I've always wanted to see that. Yeah, and I think it's, it's true. You walk down the street, there's a 50 quid on the floor. So many people would miss it. Because mm. they can't imagine themselves finding a 50 quid. No. that's no. I'm, you can't find 50 quid on the street. Oh, it's unreal. Yeah. You can't do that. That's stupid. You know, yeah. and an upbringing that... It was to find this thing called the law of attraction that broke me from the small town that said you can do it, Yeah. you can find it, you can do this, and I think that's what's brought me all my strength in everything, because instead of people going, I don't know, you can't wear a dress you're a man, mm. or yeah. you can't love a woman if you're a woman, yeah, or whatever yeah, you believe yeah, yeah. in, or whatever you do, or you can't, you can't get a Rolls-Royce, <laughs> what's wrong with you, you know, everyone yeah, said, you yeah. know, but randomly bam there's some keys because you got a gig (laughs) do you know what i mean it's like well the world worked itself out you know you can't get a ferrari you live in a council house you know why not and i think (coughs) when you take on them things whether she's shagging your pumpkin or getting a ferrari i think (laughs) that changes your whole life so that's what i did my whole life i battered it all off ignored it all but now i've learned to focus on it but to work out the things that will stop me achieving it, mm. is, as well. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. I it think it's almost become more powerful. So, I've got Wembley Stadium, and everyone's got the phones going like this in my head right now. And that's I what you to wanted, bed. man. I got to bed, and I, I imagine putting on the yeah. same old j- jacket, this blue velvet jacket, right, with a white shirt, and I'm ripped. I always mm. think, oh, I'm ripped in <laughs> there. We're all ripped, yeah. Yeah, just get that one in there. You know what I mean? I'm ripped. <laughs> Look at me. Oh God, I'm bulging. I'm ripped. <laughs> And that's what I go to bed thinking, and, I, and then I, and I walk down this <laughs> corridor, and then there's a guy and he's got a headset on and he goes, "You ready?" And then I walk out on that Wembley stage, and I imagine it every single night, and I'm gonna do it. I reckon I'm you will get it, and I think that's what I've got now, because I can sit picturing Ferraris my whole life or whatever it is or these things that one day I might go into the the deep, dark depths of my financial situations and somebody could take away, or whatever. But they can't take away my pride and my strength in my music. And I've learned that from all these people trying to and beat me. And then you turn around and you go, is he? He's still fucking here. (laughs) I thought we killed him off a long time ago. What's he still doing there? he's ripped as well. Oh, he's ripped. (laughs) (laughs) And he's shagging a pumpkin.
1: John, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah. Fucking brilliant. So there's my life yeah. motto, mate. Shaking a pumpkin. Alright, oh, that's funny man. Amazing. You got a new album coming out, you got new music coming out. I do, you've yeah. got a new
2: track coming out and it's it's kind of the the reason I'll talk is it's very much along the lines of me wanting to use my position to help people that might see negativity too much every day, or that, it, I don't want to sound like, oh, God, Johnny was going got a trippy kind of thing and he started doing acid in the studio, like, <laughs> it's it's not that, I just think we need to stick together a bit more, mate, absolutely, I've just lost yeah. one of my friends from people absolutely slagging on social media and just being evil, and I don't think we need that in the world anymore, so it's about no, right, the idea of somebody that sticks by me, and my friends, and my family, and everything I've been through and and, and 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 people that stick by other people. I don't want to go into it too much.
1: No, more. no, no, but that's exactly, yeah. I've been saying that for ages, man. We, we we need to come together. It's mental. Yeah. I love music and like reading about you, like you're into like Otis Redding and Northern Soul. And Northern Soul is a, is, is a particular genre of music that whenever I hear it, I go, fuck, I'm get, I'm, I've got to dance to this. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love it. I, can't, I have difficulty listening to you. Do you know what's it? nice? Everyone
2: else has been there together to do that. Yeah. And that's your main
1: purpose. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. to fight or belittle no, somebody or be music, sexist man. or racist. Yeah. You know, it's you know But this is why I think I was talking about this <laughs> the other day to someone. The reason that I'm not because I grew up with racists and sexist people and homophobia all around and and the reason I didn't turn out that way is because of music. Because mm. I was listening to diverse music. I was I had, My mum and dad had we had blues and we had reggae and we had... And then I was into like, Jimmy Somerville and, and Erasure and all these things. So I grew up with all these different people from different backgrounds. Yeah. And I think music is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And what I like about yours, like I've already said, it's just this massive positive vibe coming off of it, man. That's what and that's, should be, man. Let your hair down. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I've met you, I see where it comes from. Yeah. Fucking quality, man. Yeah, it's a pleasure, a pleasure. Thank you so much. Man. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Is, uh, can you see our neck all right? No, Me? Mm-hmm. Is that in your way, have I talked to anything? No, no any I'm right. yeah, no. I'm just excited to hear what this thing sounds like.
2: Oh, it's a bit quiet.
1: Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah
2: compared to my rally car. <laughs> what rally car is it? Subaru Impreza. Oh,
1: nice. The newer one, it's fucking mint. I love cars, man. Everything yeah. about it. But rallying especially. I've, there's videos I, I was watching the other day. When they go through the stages, fuck me. There's one of me taking Keith Lemon and he's got to eat a three-course meal
2: whilst I'm doing it. <laughs> That's well funny, that. Oh, I'll have a look. Do you enjoy driving this? It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, I've realised I just got to be a bit more snoop dog than a Colin
1: McRae. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah, Yeah. my dream—I'd love to have a Jensen Interceptor. Right, that's nice. I went to buy this desk, right, and I turned up at the house, and on the driveway was this Jensen Interceptor. Oh oh, man! I said, "Well, that's for sale." Yeah, and it was a proper nut and bolt restoration.
2: It's a bit like that law of attraction thing. Unfortunately, when I was a kid, it meant sometimes you got to go to new extremes. And if you needed them wine gums, and you weren't allowed them, get them nicked. <laughs> no, I'm, having I'm not quite... Okay. That's a stupid thing to say. But that is the, I understand why people rob things in the modern society, when there's different levels of wealth. When I was growing up, I had no money. I, like, literally lived on, like, a fiver a week. And I always thought about just robbing a car and if I'd get away with it. So... Next time you see
1: him, maybe just think about it. (laughs) It'd be funny to get your car nicked next. Yeah, that'd be a bit... Someone's just got really good vision, they're just... Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. It's part of the law of attraction. living the dream.
2: I must have been focused on it too much. (laughs) (laughs) You're not too positive now, are you, mate? (laughs) I've (laughs) had your roller nicked. Despite your family issues and everything you've got going on that didn't affect you... (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, now your car's gone. You're sulking. <laughs> <laughs> I would do, you know. I would. We got your Costa.
1: Yeah. See all right round here, isn't it? It's Where, all right. This, uh, yeah. yeah I've just, I haven't
2: been here long, but it's all
1: right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Roger, right. Watch I'm... this. You ready?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Picture the gate opening. You ready? All right. Go on. Picture <laughs>
1: it. <laughs> go on. I can see it. I can, can see you? it. Go on. Believe yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, believe. I believe. You don't believe it, Hardy? Come on. Come on and see have to used the force. Come on. Oh. Right, oh, no! <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all a big gimmick. It's <laughs> like bloody Darren <Durham> Brown. <laughs> <laughs> You've all forgot, he's just an illusionist.
1: Because <laughs> there's a minute there, I thought he's yeah. not opening them gates. Look at that. Oh, there we go. Oh man, this has been blinding. I've very much enjoyed Great,
2: this. Thanks, Thank John. you very much. Insane in the membrane.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar
1: brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.